This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. What? You think you're ready for a dog? No, you are not. You know I'm an advocate for dog ownership. I love dogs. And most of you out there are dog lovers as well. I love that you're listening, and I hope you are sharing these shows. But yet, you all know that person that should not have a dog for one reason or another. Here are my top five reasons why you should not get a dog. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies dog ownership so that you may make the best decisions when it comes to ownership and responsibility. I am Benny Copeland, advocate for the dog, trainer to people, and just like you, the listener, a dog lover. Yep, today you are going to know why you or someone you know should not have a dog, or even worse, why they should have never gotten that dog in the first place. I've had as many as four dogs at a time that I have owned. As I said, I'm a dog advocate, and most of the dogs that end up with me usually have or had behavior problems. Many of the dogs I've owned started with me as a dog that was to transition into a new home, and I helped fix the behavior and then find it a new home. I ended up just falling in love with them. Both Molly and Oz were those dogs. I am not normal when it comes to dog ownership and responsibility. You are going to learn more about that right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. Now, I am going to go over five reasons you should not own a dog. There is really no order 
Um, there's no one thing that says, oh, this is the top reason. There are just five good reasons not to own a dog. Believe me, if it was something that you knew you were getting into, it wasn't a reactive thing for you, and you really thought this out, many, many people maybe that you know would never have gotten a dog in the first place. Because the first reason you should not get a dog is because of the commitment. It takes time. You have to spend time with your dog. You have to spend time taking care of your dog, taking your dog to the vet, doing things with your dog that, you know, for exercise and other things that you would normally not do in a normal day. It also costs money. Again, taking your dog to that vet, doing those type of things. If you pay for training, which I would suggest you do, but even if you don't, you should be able to take the time to train your dog if you're going to get a dog. Because here's the main reason why. A dog is never disposable. If you even think that you can get rid of that dog if it's a problem, please do not get that dog. A dog is never disposable. Number two, bad reasons why to buy. Because you're desperate or lonely. Just because you're by yourself, you don't have to be lonely. But don't go get a dog to fill that empty void because you're desperate. Also, you may have no clue about the breed that you just got because you went in for the cute factor. Please don't ever buy a dog for the cute factor. I mean, this is why most of these pet shops are going out of the business because that's why people were buying dogs and that's why there were so many problems. The other reason is, is because you saw your neighbor with their dog and that dog was so awesome. I had a client one time. He got a dog, horrible breed for a family. Not going to go into that the client's name because they actually didn't become a client. I was just asked to go talk to them. The wife did not want the dog. The husband saw the neighbors with that type of breed of dog and said, oh my gosh, this would be such a great dog for our family. And then expected the wife to do the training. But yet he wasn't willing to do the any of the training or even pay for it. So here was a whole bunch of other things. And the reason that he got that breed, which I told him was a very wrong breed for his family, was because he saw the neighbor and the neighbor's dog was so good. I can just about guarantee you they did not keep that dog because in my brain, I would have never worked with them because they thought that dog was disposable. And never get a dog if you think it's disposable. And just because your neighbor's dog is cute or does really well, you still have no clue about that breed. The third reason is age, human age, not dog age. For me, girls at about 10 years old are really great. They tend to mature quicker than boys, and they tend to take responsibility earlier on than boys. Boys, it's about 12 years old, where I think that is a good age 
Now, don't get me wrong. I had a boy one time. He was eight years old. He really wanted this dog. It's a little Bichon. He took the time to train it and potty train it, which took a long time. But he put all the effort into it. At eight years old, he did all of the training from beginning to end. Now, this kid was an anomaly (laughs) because most times at that age, kids don't have any clue what they want or how to care for something or do things. And you know what? They don't need to. It doesn't, they don't need that kind of responsibility at that age. I think at about 12 or 13 is when they need it for boys. Girls, they start taking responsibility a lot earlier. I've seen girls really young be able to train dogs six, seven years old. Um, Again, I feel like that they mature a little quicker, but 10 years old is a great age to start giving a girl a responsibility for a dog. I love when kids work with dogs. I love when they take the responsibility. It's also the time that they can start to understand the meaning of responsibility, of not just doing that for the dog's sake, but also as a companion and that just joy of being able to train and communicate with something that is not human. You know, I think that that's an awesome time to do it. But the other human age is if you're too old. Listen, I already find myself slowing down in a lot of the things that I do. I'm not as fast as I used to could run. I do sports and things that I still love to do, but they're typically older people's sports, you know? So I know I'm slowing down. So I'm not going to get a dog that, one, needs has a lot of that time and effort, which I say that and then I have beans, but she's doing great. I take her out with me everywhere. And she's able to get her energy out at home, too. I'm able to just sit down and throw the ball for her or do things like that to help her get her energy. So think about that with your age. I'm working with a couple right now. They're well into their 70s and they just got a puppy and they're going to do great. They really have their wits about them. They really have the time and the effort to put in with the dog. And some people are like that. I've worked with a lady that was in her 80s and she did really well. I also had a client one time that had a St. Bernard, and she was 75 years old. She couldn't handle this dog. It was too much dog for her. I had a client one time, she was well into her 70s, and she had a bloodhound. And this this hound had a history that she didn't know, and it became aggressive. And there was no way she could handle this dog. It was way too big, especially an aggressive bloodhound. Think about that when you're getting older, if it's a dog that you can handle, but if you feel like you're too old, don't get the dog. Do something else. I don't know. I hear that cats are easy. I don't know. (laughs) Number four, if you're starting a family, look, a baby and a puppy. Oh my gosh. What the heck? What were you thinking? I see this so many times. And I see the frustration, the upset, and wonder, why were you even thinking about doing this? Now, I get it. Sometimes you get a puppy and then you find out you're starting a family. Makes a little more sense. But still, 
whether it's a second baby or a third baby, don't go get a puppy at that point. I would even suggest you don't even adopt an older dog. It's a responsibility. You're going to take on a whole new responsibility. If you've never had a second child, that moment you have that second child, you're going to find out it's a whole new experience. Don't go out if you're starting a family with children and get a new puppy or a new dog even. But what about that new spouse? You just got married. Oh, we should get a puppy. We're still in that love stage. Don't do it. Why would you do that? You're still in the love stage. Do you know how frustrating? And if you don't agree on this thing, what's going to happen? If you don't have the same views as how to raise a dog, I mean, great. I know a lot of people do it because they want to know what it's like to raise a dog and have that commitment before they start a family. I understand. But you know what? Give it a few years before you actually get the dog. If you're not a dog person and you go out and get a dog just because you started a family or have a new spouse, this could be disastrous for you both. Then you might find that not only is the dog disposable, your spouse may be too. And this is not something you want. If you're starting a new family, whether it be with a baby or a new lover, new spouse, please don't get a dog. And the last reason... And the longest reason is that you are starting a new career or moving to a new place. This is never a time to get a dog. What if you have to travel in your new job and you're never home? Or you find out that your days are 10-hour days, six days a week. How is it that you can start this career and even think about getting a puppy? If you're not home to spend the time and put the effort in with the dog, you better either be able to afford to have someone come in and take care of that dog, which then it's not really your dog, or you don't get the dog. I mean, it costs a lot of money. I mean, my vet bills are minimal, and I go twice a year. So I don't even have to pay that much with my vet bills. But I always have at least one or two dogs. And I will tell you, two dogs doubles everything. Food, vet, everything. It's going to end up costing you a lot of money. But what about where you live? Is it really pet friendly? What if you're living on the 13th floor of a condominium complex? How are you going to potty train that dog? How are you going to get that dog to learn how to adapt to that life, especially if you just move to this new place, what if you do live out in the rural area? Do you know what kind of wild animals are out there? Are you just going to let your dog roam? Do you have a fenced-in yard? There are so many times that people don't think about these things before getting the puppy. If you live in a place that's not pet-friendly, please don't get a dog. You're going to end up paying way more. I've seen too many times where an owner will get a dog even when the place they're living said no pets. And then the troubles just get started. Make sure that you know what your pet-friendly living arrangements are before getting a dog. Do you live alone or 
Are you in a new relationship, just like we talked about? This is not a great reason to get a dog, especially if you just started a new job, you're going to be out on your own, or maybe even just started a relationship. This is, you got so much stuff going on. Don't get a new dog. And what if that partner's not on board? Don't go out and see some cute little puppy and bring it home and your partner never wanted it. I've seen this in so many relationships where the one person wanted the dog so bad that even without the other's permission, they went and got it. Or not even telling their kids they were getting it. This is not a good reason to get a dog. So when you're thinking about all of these things, all of these reasons, these are great reasons not to get a dog. If you can't put the time or the commitment, the really bad reasons to buy a dog, desperation, loneliness, no clue about the breed, or if you just think it's cute, the human age, starting a family, or starting a new career or moving to a new place. These are all great reasons to not get a dog. You get settled, things go great for you, please get a dog. Listen to my shows. This will help you with a lot. And please, please share these shows with a friend or a neighbor that is thinking about getting a dog for whatever reason. This will make them stop and think. Now, the other reason to share the show is that if they do get a dog, they now have a very valuable resource for working on their dog's behaviors and managing expectations. So in summary, today we talked about the top five reasons not to get a dog. You discovered that people unwilling to take the responsibility for a dog committed life should not have one. You also learned that this is a great resource for someone thinking about getting a new dog. Please, please share. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog.